Welcome to the world of the multi-passionate mind. You already know what a wonderfully weird and extraordinary place this is to live. Now imagine that you can easily decide where to aim your focus and trust yourself enough to finish what you start. Maybe you want to build a business that encompasses everything you love under one umbrella. Or maybe you just want the time freedom to finally start crossing things off your bucket list. I'm your personal hype woman, Jenny O'Connor, and I'm going to show you how to do it all like a boss. If you're an ambitious creative who's ready to make an impact, hit that subscribe button because we are the multi-passionate community that is going to change the world. If growing an audience on social media feels like a slog and you're convinced there has to be a better way, there is. It's email. For every dollar invested in email marketing, you get an average of $42 back. Plus, email reaches an average of 79% of the people you send it to. Instagram, 13.5. Ugh. But a lot of entrepreneurs aren't leveraging this awesome way to grow an engaged audience because they think writing emails is too time-consuming or that they're not good at storytelling. If you've ever thought that yourself, my free guide, Write Better Emails the Easy Way, will change the game and help you craft memorable, money-making newsletters in just minutes a week. Get it now at JennyO'Connor.com forward slash email. What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode 81. I'm Jenny. I help squirrel brain entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs kick overwhelm to the curb and make the impact they're meant to make. If you are ready to finally do the thing, you are in the right place, my friend. Today is another 10-minute tip where I cut straight through the bullshit to the heart of how you can make money from your artistic endeavors. So on last week's episode where I interviewed Nikki Ballou, he and I got to talking more like got to shouting in agreement (laughs) that you cannot be your own accountability partner. You can't. We got so fired up about it. I mentioned it so many times and kept, we kept circling back to that topic that I felt that it deserved its own episode. So that's what we're going to talk about today because you guys, accountability is so powerful when it comes to getting yourself to take action. As humans, we have the most amazing ability to talk ourselves out of anything, especially things that are good for us. So when you have a project that you want to launch or a business that you want to start or a life change that you're super excited to make, your brain will do everything in its power to tell you all of the reasons why you shouldn't be doing the thing. It is just how we're wired. Seeking accountability, however, is how you tell your brain to shut its dirty little mouth. Now, there's a bunch of different ways that you can do this. You can simply go on social media and make whatever it is that you're working on public. Tell people about your big, scary, audacious dream. And trust me, they will eat it up. It will be one of your most popular posts and people will come out of the woodwork to congratulate you. So that is a great way to an easy way to hold yourself accountable. But let's say that you want your feet to the fire a little bit more substantially than using near strangers on social media. Let's say your goal is going to take a while or it requires more regular check-ins probably than like posting once a month on social media. Or maybe you're not working on something that you really want to 
share publicly. Maybe you're trying to make changes in your personal life. This is where accountability partners or accountability groups can be really super helpful for you. So an accountability relationship is essentially a mutual partnership in which you and your partner agree to check in with each other regularly. You might even coach each other and exchange honest feedback as you both work towards specific goals that you have. An accountability group might bring together people who are in the same industry or who are working toward a similar goal. And in that case, there's usually a group leader who coordinates and sort of oversees the meetings. So today I'm just going to give you some tips on how to find a good accountability buddy and how to be a good accountability buddy, because that is just as important. And then today's freebie is a worksheet that you can print out and bring to every meeting that you have with your accountability partner. So stick around to the end and I will tell you how to get your hands on that. So when it comes to choosing an accountability buddy, avoid choosing someone that you are already super close to. Family member, partner, best friend are not good choices because the person that you engage in this kind of relationship with should be kind and respectful, yes, but also unafraid to call you out when you miss the mark. And if it's going to cause strife in any of your close personal relationships to have someone calling you out, then that person is not a good fit for an accountability buddy. The next thing to remember is that the relationship will be most effective if you both know exactly what you need to do and what you're committing to. So you should definitely discuss right away your mutual and respective goals and how you prefer to communicate with each other. So for example, will you meet up in person or on Zoom or will you just simply update each other through emails or text messages? I really recommend a sit down, a face-to-face, even if it's over Zoom, rather than just text check-ins because those are easy to kind of blow off. But the key is to check in with each other on a regular basis and you guys establish that cadence at the very beginning. So here's what you need to do to be a good accountability partner. In order to really harness the power that this has, both of you or all of you, if you're in a group, you must contribute equal effort. That's a given. So in all of these things, the effort has to feel equal. First of all, agree to be honest. Be truthful with yourself and your partner about the progression of your your goals. This is so important to get where it is that you're going. Like if you screw up and don't hit your goals, don't be dodgy and cagey and kind of avoid telling the truth about that. Like come clean, owning up to it is part of the accountability process. So just make a deal out of the gate with your partner that you will be brutally honest with each other. The next really important thing is to practice empathy. You have to be empathetic towards your partner. Maybe they're the one that didn't make their goals. It is not your job to browbeat them or make them feel bad. Probably they're already doing enough of that themselves. You are meant to hold them accountable, yes, and maybe even call them out if you guys have established that that is something that each other wants from the other. Sometimes that isn't what you want. Sometimes you just want to be heard. You want to be able to talk through the process. You don't want someone to ask you why you didn't get the thing done. So that's another thing that is very important to establish up front. But you're really responsible, all of you together, for fostering a supportive and safe environment that is free of negativity so that you can grow and learn along this process. 
The next thing that you absolutely have to do, this is non-negotiable, is make this a priority. So when committing to an accountability relationship, it's not just about you. It's about your partner or your group members. So it is really important to establish and honor a structure. If one partner is always asking to change the time of the meeting or comes to the meetings unprepared, it literally shows a lack of respect for the other partner. Don't be that guy. So it's important when you're looking for an accountability buddy to pick someone who feels like they're going to be as committed as you are. Definitely someone who has similar values, who is available when you're available, and who is genuinely interested in helping you succeed. You also might want to find someone who communicates in a way that's similar to the way that you communicate, and you definitely need to trust that they have your best interests at heart. Here are a couple things that will ruin your accountability group or partnership. If you deprioritize it, comfort leads to complacency. As soon as your accountability falls off of your priority list, you owe it to yourself and your group or your partner to own that. Obviously, life sometimes gets in the way and derails us from moving forward. That is totally okay. It is normal. If that's happening, though, just have a conversation about it. Otherwise, those that have come to depend on you will be disappointed and resentment will start to creep into your relationship. The other thing you can do to utterly destroy your accountability group is to bring judgment into the conversation. And here again, that's the lack of empathy piece. Remember that we are all beating ourselves up worse than anybody else can. And we don't need anybody jumping in on that party. Okay. So be empathetic to the reasons why the person didn't get their goal accomplished this week and let them talk through the problems that stood in their way. And if they ask, If that's something that you've established, you can offer some suggestions for how they can overcome those obstacles in the future. But again, that's something that you're going to set up in the structure at the beginning about how you do want to be called out if you want to be called out, that kind of thing. So now you know how to be a good partner, what you should look for in a partner yourself. How do you go about finding someone to fill this role? If you have a coach already, they will provide accountability for you. But I still think, unless it's one-to-one, but honestly, I have so many different accountability partners and groups. I have one that I meet with every week that used to just be a partner, and now it's a group. I have another that I meet with twice a month and a single person that I also meet with twice a month. I think the more of these you have, the better. And for me and for multi-passionates like you, it's each one of them is holding me accountable to a different goal, if that makes sense. So I talk about like my overall business structure with one group. I talk about my artistic uh, intentions that I set at the beginning at the new moon every single month with another one. And then I talk about my novel that I'm working on with my third group. So you can have as many of these as possible. And even if you have a coach, I encourage you to have at least one other accountability buddy because you may not be getting as much interaction with that coach as you would like. There are also apps that you can download. A lot of them you have to pay for, but things like my fitness pal for your fitness goals and your daily step count goals. One that's W O N goals. One 
loop habit tracker forest, which grows little animated trees for how the longer you focus, you get more trees, the longer you focus. So that's a really good one. If like focusing happens to be one of your problems, but as you can see, all of those apps tend to be pretty prod type specific. So, you know, my fitness pal, isn't going to help you be accountable to your business goals necessarily. Um, also I say why pay for it? If you can find a buddy and jump on a zoom call once a week. If you are in a coaching program or a course, you happen to be in the midst of taking a course and there's a community around that, find someone in there. That is exactly how I found one of my accountability buddies. And she had another accountability buddy and now we're a group. So you can see it can grow, but she and I have been together for over a year now. We meet actually twice a week on most weeks. So as you can see, I'm a huge fan of the accountability buddy. If you are particularly active in any forums, like on Facebook, for example, places like that where like-minded people are getting together to talk about a particular topic, like writing a book, for example, maybe you could get a group or a single partner who would be interested in being an accountability buddy in that arrangement. If you meet with people virtually to do co-working, someone in there might be a really good match for an accountability buddy for you. So I hope that gives you some ideas about where you can find your people, but start doing this immediately. If you aren't already, it is absolutely game changing in getting yourself to close the loop, to finish projects, to actually do what you say you're going to do. Also, if you have a question and would like me to read it on the air and shout out your business, send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny the Wordsmith. I would love to answer any questions you have and show your business some love at the same time. Also, if you want the episode freebie, which is my accountability buddy checklist, it is perfect. It takes you through all of the questions that you should ask and helps provide a structure for your meetings with your accountability partner from now until the end of time. So you can get that by heading on over to jennyoconnor.com forward slash accountable, not accountability, accountable. And until next time, remember that if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Now get on out there and do the thing.